Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the Mango Man. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan Morris, boy detective. You know, I'm called the Mango Man, Jordan. Uh, uh, I, I mean, I kind of do because we were discussing it earlier, but for the uh, for the audience's benefit. Uh, no, Jesse, why do they call you the Mango Man? Because I love mango so fucking much. <laughs> oh, well, that's a great. A lot of people think it's yeah. because I got a little bit of mango stuck in my teeth. Sure. Uh, some people think it's because I brought some cut mango here to mm-hmm. the office for uh, all of our friends to share. Mm-hmm. Um, but the real reason is I fucking love mangoes. It seems like that could also be the name, like the ironic, terrifying name of like a drug kingpin. The Mango Man? The Mango Man. You like, mean like oh Shrimp man, Boy? You don't want to piss off the Mango Man. You know about Shrimp Boy, right? I don't know about Shrimp, Shrimp Boy. Shrimp Boy is a legendary Chinese gangster mm-hmm. uh, who corrupted, oh, from memory, a state assemblyman Leland Yi mm-hmm. in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Who's a, he's a Chinatown gangster in San Francisco sure. who corrupted like the entire city government uh, and his name is Shrimp Boy. That's great. Well, yeah. Shrimp Boy, Mango Man, you got yourself a nice Thai dish right there. Yeah, that's true. If you guys join forces, you could be the, I don't know, fried rice that's served in a pineapple or something. Oh, man, that's good. Yeah, that's uh, good. Let's, let's introduce our guest on the program. We'll get deeper into mango stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Why wouldn't we? I've got a lot yeah. to say. Sure. Our, our, guest, our guest on the show. Clear the, yeah, clear our schedules. <laughs> All mango talk. Celebrated, celebrated international comedy writer, not least... Uh, of uh, MaximumFun.org's International Waters. Uh, delightful past guest on this program. Um, I can't think of any other credits. <laughs> She's wearing a nice summery hat. Mm-hmm. Sarah Morgan. Hi, Sarah. Hello. Um, oh, okay. The hat's on the ground. Yeah. yeah okay. It's fine. Yeah. She's not currently wearing. She owns a nice summer hat. Mm-hmm. When did you become Mr. Pedantry? <laughs> I, I was confused. Jesse, it's of whom there? <laughs> I was confused, uh-huh. and I thought it was coming through in my voice that I was baffled why you would say that someone was wearing a hat okay. when they were not. I was not – I was – I was explaining it to myself. Who would win in a fight between Mr. Mr. Pedantry and Mango Man? <laughs> you know, Mango Man, well, if Mango Man's got that chilly kick on the side. Sure, yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So here's my, here's my thing about mangoes right now, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Sure. Right now, I'm like mangoes are ruling my world. Mm-hmm. I don't want to blow out mangoes. Yeah. But for... So this is a Mream situation. <laughs> mangoes rule everything around you. Yeah. <laughs> M- Mareem. <laughs> that's, that's the <laughs> reggaeton remix sure, from 2001. Yeah. Right. <laughs> featuring Daddy Yankee. <laughs> um, the, uh, uh, this is the deal. Mm-hmm. Like, as a young person, I resented mangoes. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you why. I think we've all had this experience sure, where we yeah. get really upset with a fruit. Because after your parents years. broke up, right. Mango started dating your mom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's like, listen, I'm not trying to replace your dad. Sure. I mean, I don't want But I'm nice in a salad. I don't want to get too close to a James Dean movie here, but mm-hmm. um, sure. uh, th- here's the thing. I, I didn't like mangoes for two reasons. Mm-hmm. One, they're difficult to peel. Mm-hmm. And two, they have that giant pit in the middle. Sure. Actually, I'm going to add a third reason. Mm-hmm. They can sometimes be- Can, can I guess? String- yeah. Stringiness? Yeah, stringiness. Yeah, stringiness. Sometimes sure. they can yeah. be stringy. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. I moved to Los Angeles 2007, mm-hmm. I'm going to say, roughly mm-hmm. 2007. Sure. And 
I'm wondering what's going on with these guys with uh, carts full of fruit. Mm-hmm. You know, what's going on here? Because they're not just selling fruit. But I don't, you know, I'm selling I'm, a I'm, lifestyle. I'm not yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like Russell sure. Simmons. Fruit <laughs> Russell Simmons. Hang on. Uh, that's slander. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I, I finally, like, I figure out these are cut fruit vendors. I finally screw up the courage, maybe 2008 or nine, mm-hmm. to go buy some cut fruit. Sure. Mm-hmm. This just changed my life completely. Were you, you were, you were worried that maybe they were also selling drugs? I don't what know. What was your what? concern? I was not Can concerned you... for my physical safety. Okay. Jordan. Like, to be a 100% clear, I sure. wasn't worried that I was going to be hurt. Mm-hmm. I wasn't worried I was going to be caught in the crossfire. Sure. Um, or get involved in a standoff. Mm-hmm. I was concerned that I would be embarrassed because I didn't know how these fruit, there's no sign. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know how they operate, mm-hmm. you know. But I've, I, I got it together. Yeah. And it's become one of the great pleasures of my life. Sure. Mm. Here's the thing. You go to this person. You ask him for some mango and pineapple, mm-hmm. in my case. And they sell it to you for $4, you don't get some. You don't, you don't get some cukes in there? I don't usually get cukes. Cukes to me is I a love different the, thing. It is a different thing. I love the cukes in there. Yeah. I mean, we can get... agree to disagree on the cukes, but do you, well, How do you feel about the jicama? Oh, I like the jicama too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would get, see, I would be inclined, I'm inclined to go either fruits or vegetables mm-hmm. rather than fruits and vegetables. Okay. Frutas y verduras. <laughs> sure. In Espanol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, Wait, you're okay. classifying cucumbers as a vegetable? What are you classifying it's a them? Fruit. <laughs> An intimacy aid. <laughs> yeah. sure. uh, a cucumber is a fruit because it has seeds inside. Yeah, but it's green and it grows on a vine. It's still a fruit. Yeah. So does a tomato. Tomatoes are fruit. What about a What about a pumpkin? Is that a fruit? I don't know. It's a gourd. It's a, ge- uh, it's a gourd. Well, is a what's a cucumber then? It's a It's a lifestyle brand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, apparently, cucumbers are also a gourd. Mm-hmm. Okay. But anyway, moral of the story is any corrections at Ted Cruz. <laughs> the other thing that's going the other thing that's going on is Don't there's care. a variety of there's a variety of mangoes available at my local grocer. Mm-hmm. So I can get a different types of mangoes, not just that one kind of mangoes. Mm-hmm. Now all I can think about all the time is mangoes. Mm-hmm. I cut my own mangoes now too. By the way, mm-hmm. I was going to say I would think cut. Fruit would be less fresh than uncut fruit. But they cut it in front of you. Okay. They take a piece of fresh fruit and chop it up. Okay. <laughs> Benihana style. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And then they tempura it. <laughs> nice. They don't actually do that. They don't. That they seems don't like that would be an operation, like, having like a lie, hot oil. Lie to me. I'm, I'm not from here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, the, the literally the best fruit that's available where Sarah comes from is Brussels sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking yeah. Oh, I'm missing them. Um, but as a, a grown-up... Oh, lovely. As a grown-up, I will say mangoes yeah. and Brussels sprouts are actually probably the two things I've come the furthest on. Sure. <laughs> uh, me too. I also did not like mangoes as a kid. Slimy. Yeah. Uh, tasted like something you weren't supposed to be eating. Yeah. Like you had just put something in your mouth... Sure. ...and someone was about to yell at you to spit it out. Sure. Uh, but yeah, mangoes, uh, also Brussels sprouts, uh, blue cheese... Yeah, I love blue cheese. Blue cheese is great. Being an adult is amazing. I love blue cheese. I love asparagus. Mm-hmm. Like I look forward to eating asparagus. Sure. Asparagus is great. not 10, 15 years ago. I thought was the grossest mm-hmm. thing I could imagine. Asparagus. Yeah. Yeah. Cunnilingus too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what am I? So as a kid. Yeah. Uh, do I have to? I know. <laughs> 
just hanging out at the Boys and yeah. Girls Club. I mean, you tolerated it so you could get dessert. Right. <laughs> and then, sure. but now, yeah. you look forward to yeah. it. Yeah. If you Quitting. just put lots of butter on it, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll be back in just a second with more on Jordan Jessica. We're Dave and Graham, and we host Stop Podcasting Yourself. We started this podcast back in 2008, before podcasts had to have any kind of concept, so we don't really know how to describe it. It's kind of like going to the barber shop if your barber knew all about the first season of the show Elf. It's like a 90-minute massage where the masseuse is two people talking to each other with a third person. It's like the Monsters of Metal tour, only quieter, no music, and just talking. It's like a makeout session, but without the lips touching, they just talk a lot. Download Stop Podcasting Yourself from iTunes or MaximumFun.org. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Mareem. Mangoes <laughs> uh, rule everything around me. Nice. Uh, Sarah Morgan. Oh, Satchmo. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I it's think short that's... for Satchel Mouth. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> you keep things in your mouth? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm Louis Armstrong. <laughs> oh, got it. Got it. Uh, okay. I thought Satchel Mouth was <laughs> might be like British prison slang. Every, mm. Everything is British prison slang. Satchel Mouth. Do South, uh-huh. Cunnilingus. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know about Cockney rhyming slang. Um, something something happened to me uh, uh, when I was in I, well, this past week. Mm-hmm. I was in Hawaii mm-hmm. on the island of Kauai. Wow! Um, I had a really I had a very nice time with sure. my family at the beach and so on and so forth. Vacation, pure yeah, was, pure vacation, pure vacation. Okay. Well, I mean. I went to a store that makes custom Aloha shirts and took pictures for Put This On, so okay. I could probably write it yeah, off. Yeah, sure. But, uh, you know, yeah, pretty much just vacation. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing, not doing that much. And um, but we were at this beach, and the food at the beach, you know, the only, uh, the only food available was this taco truck. Mm-hmm. And it was a Hawaiian taco truck, like uh, – like it wasn't uh, being operated by native taco makers. Sure, it was well, like. But a, they were selling Mexican style tacos. Uh, yeah, but one of them was like a Hawaiian pulled pork taco. Okay, which was like I mean it's not that far from carnitas or something, sure. but it's not that it's not you know yeah. it's slightly fusiony. Sure, and a blonde lady was running it. You okay, know? she she was very nice. So we ordered some tacos. They were fine. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like eating a Chili's or something like that. You know, you're sure. like, this isn't exactly Mexican food, but it's not bad. Mm-hmm. And um, we're eating. We're sitting there by the taco truck, and this elderly couple walks up to the taco truck. When I say elderly, not like frail. I'm going to say 75. Mm-hmm. It's between 70 and 75. Uh, the guy was wearing uh, cargo shorts. Mm-hmm. The woman was wearing I don't want to say church clothes mm-hmm. um, but like brown polyester slacks and a blouse okay uh, this is 
on the beach, fully on the beach. Sure. Sounds sweaty. And they walk up to the they walk up to the window of this little. It's like a pretty small trailer, and they're looking at the menu. And they look at this menu for. 225 seconds Mm -hmm. solid, you know, just three, four minutes. They're just silently staring while this blonde woman smiles patiently. (laughs) And in the end, uh, the husband goes, uh, uh, what's a carne asado? (laughs) 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 <laughs> Had they spelled it with an O on the menu? Absolutely okay. not. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely not. Mm. So uh, the woman inside the truck says, oh, you know, it's like a seasoned grilled beef. Mm-hmm. And the husband goes, uh, well, I'll have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, woman, uh, the, woman inside the, you know, the woman inside the van says, uh, uh, taco? Mm-hmm. And he says, Okay. <laughs> Didn't seem thrilled about any of this. Yeah. And he sa- and then she says, uh, for you, ma'am? And uh, he, he turns and looks at her. And I'm going to make a noise that signifies the type of silent face she made. Sure. She was silent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the noise is sort of like, mm. <laughs> Like she just, <laughs> she just looked at him and went, mm <laughs> It was magical. Yeah, that sounds great. What do you think? She was not having it. Sure. Do you think they thought they thought there was going to be more food options? I think, he, I don't know what they wanted. He he was like, let's be adventurous. Let's go to this roach coach. Yeah, might have been something he would call it. He probably like called it a roach coach. Yeah. And then she was just not thrilled about it. She was like, I would rather starve. There were yeah. no other food options. Sure. <laughs> like, let's be clear. Yeah. This was the one food available within four miles. Uh-huh. Um, and a highly, highly rated on Yelp. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, I didn't check TripAdvisor. <laughs> well, maybe you should have. I Maybe. Hey, look. Yeah. Should I have run a chow hound search? Yeah. It would have told me whether to sure. go with the asada or with the Hawaiian pulled pork. But um, – yeah, I mean, she was – she had clearly chosen to starve. Mm-hmm. I think something that you don't realize about Hawaii is that once you get outside of the, like, resort areas, there's yeah. not a lot of things. No. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think that is maybe where an old couple, you know, maybe, you know, Midwest or something like that – gets a little confused. They, is were, that... they were from Kentucky. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you I, know Do you know that? Uh, this woman was being so friendly to you them. You stole her driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was astonishing. How yeah. The le- one thing that really impressed me about, mm. uh, about Hawaii was the level of friendliness that people who live there were able to maintain in the face of just truly monstrous behavior mm-hmm. on, the, on, the, on the part of visitors. Sure. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely remember, like, we would have to, when I worked for Fuel, we would have to go to Hawaii a lot for, you know, surfing-related shoots. And uh, just, like, you know, after work, you know, rallying the guys to go to a bar, you have to drive for an hour on a winding road so that it, renders going to a bar impossible. Yes. Yeah, so uh so I, I yeah, definitely I definitely I definitely see how you 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 leave the comfort of a resort 
where there is shrimp available to you at all times on all surfaces, and then you just have to deal with what's there. Yeah. And maybe it's terrifying. I was so I was I felt so bad for these for these mm-hmm. poor people and for the poor people in the taco truck even more so. Mm-hmm. But like they had clearly planned to go to Waikiki Beach mm-hmm. in 1972, yeah. mm-hmm. specifically Waikiki Beach from the Brady Bunch Hawaii episode. Sure, they just wanted poi. They just wanted handfuls of poi and had accidentally ordered the wrong plane tickets or mm. something. It was a dire situation, and the only thing that made me feel better is. Immediately afterwards, uh, two just incredibly friendly gay nurses who worked at the Mayo Clinic Mm -hmm. came up and uh, ordered tacos. They also had no idea what a taco was, Hmm. but were so nice about it uh, that I really— They were excited to try something new. I felt like they had redeemed mainland America Mm -hmm. just through their genialness. They volunteered all of the information that I just said, Mm -hmm. like pretty much— Unbidden, like he, they may have said, they may have said, like, so you guys on vacation? Mm-hmm. And they said, yes, we're nurses. We work at the Mayo Clinic. We're, you know, like the whole nine yards. But they were so sweet about it. I, it cleansed my palate. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm picturing it. So it's a beach, and there's one truck on the beach. Yeah. And it sells hot, spicy meat food. Because this sounds weird to me as a foreigner, not from Kentucky, but like. That sounds. I would like an ice cream van. <laughs> that seems so, normal. You're, you're looking for chilled foods, <laughs> like Possibly a gazpacho, tapioca pudding. Hot. Yeah, I'm guessing it's hot. It's hot in Hawaii, right? It I've is, not watched too much Lilo and Stitch. It's, it's hot, warm, though, right? Yeah. yeah, it's warm in Hawaii. Yeah, oh, yeah. Have you seen the Brady Bunch? Uh, Hawaii Have episode? I? Oh, okay. oh, no, I've seen the Brady Bunch movie sequel. Oh, got nearly it. as good as the Brady Bunch movie. One of my favorite films ever, <laughs> despite having never seen the Brady Bunch TV show. Yeah, good, excellent. <laughs> it's just a very good film. I remember going to see those as a kid and not having seen the Brady Bunch going, yeah, yeah I get this. Yeah. <laughs> What's not to get? It's yeah. wonderful. We were born into a campy generation. Sure, yeah. But yeah, I, I had not seen the Brady Bunch before the Brady Bunch movie. Really? Yeah. It wasn't on... You're only a year younger than I think me. I, I remember it being on I think TV I had the, all the time. I had the option of watching Brady Bunch, but the... But uh, I always remember just not liking old TV shows. Like, they made me feel weird when I watched them because yeah. mostly they're boring. Right. Uh, but the only – I remember the only thing I watched in that zone was I, – I loved Gilligan's Island. But for some reason, really? that was the only old TV show that appealed to me as a kid. You, do, you didn't like Happy Days? Did you ever watch Happy Days? Boy, I tried to watch Happy Days. Oh, and it didn't Al work just for died. Mm-hmm. Al died on Halloween, didn't he? God bless him. Oh. God bless that's his soul. A, that's sad. Did you watch Happy Days? Yeah, we had Happy Days. Happy what? Days was one of the things that we had. You know, you know <laughs> what six I – 6 o'clock on Channel 4. You know, <laughs> you know what I really like that I think explains a lot? Hmm. MASH. Yeah, yeah, boy, I was so bored by MASH. It's boring. Yeah. It's so boring. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even watch it now because it's too boring. Mm-hmm. I don't understand, A, I don't understand how all those people watched it in the 70s. It's sure. amazing to me. B, I don't understand how I watched it in the mid-80s <laughs> as a seven-year-old and was perfectly happy to watch the madcap antics of Hawkeye and Hot Lips Houlihan. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what that means. I think I definitely like know the like I think there's a certain appeal to a kid of like I am watching a grown-up show. This is for grown-ups and I get <laughs> some of this. I think it also uh I think it also uh, helped explain my father's post-traumatic stress disorder to me <laughs> oh, as sure, a child. Yeah. Like I think it was so deeply tied into the the my family's narrative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this horribly sad <laughs> this world's saddest sitcom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's amazing that there was just a period in American television 
when you could make a regular sitcom with like goofy neighbor characters and so on and so forth. Uh, but also, it's about the injustice of the Vietnam War. <laughs> sure, yeah. Just periodically, there's just like <laughs> bleeding children. Weirder than that, Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> that's very, very true. Do you uh, did uh, has 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 Britain had any sitcoms or other <laughs> types of things like that that revolve around a tragedy? Oh, pretty much everything. <laughs> All of our sitcoms are based around tragedy. Yeah, we had we had Dad's Army which is about the Home Guard, which ran for about 800 years. What's and the Home Guard? The Home Guard was men who were too old or otherwise unable to fight uh, overseas uh, would stay at home and they formed these sort of uh, community police officer kind of armies. Uh, so it was kind of old people and uh, spivs who got out of going into the army and people with like bad feet and stuff. So, yeah, whatever, however people got out of being in the army in those days and uh, uh, elderly uh, uh, people over here yeah. spivs in the center <laughs> on the right I want all the flat feet exactly exactly um, so it was mostly a bunch of old men in a church hall and as with all things British it was mainly about the class system and right now, Oh, God. <laughs> there was a little bit that was about a country veterinarian, mm-hmm. but besides that, it was about yeah. the class system. Yeah, pretty much all our sitcoms are about class or sexually frustrated men, and that's yeah, <laughs> we're really good at those. Sure. Just to, to be fair, it is a class-based horniness that they have. <laughs> it is a... If they're not trying to, you know... But, uh, lick the boots of their superiors. They're trying to fuck the nurse who lives over the road and failing him. <laughs> oh, man. Something really dark happened recently to me. Speaking hmm. of sad things uh, and speaking of country veterinarians, sure. um, All Creatures Great and Small isn't on Netflix anymore. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I went to watch All Creatures Great and Small. It was gone. Boy, they will yank, they will yank some shit off Netflix. Did they not know that I was only in, like, season four? Yeah, I guess they didn't. Man. There's, like, 25 seasons of that show, yeah. too. Like, oh, let's yeah. be clear. I have been I have been teased multiple times for my giant, cumbersome <laughs> Monty Python box set. Right. Uh, when it was on Netflix. Now who's laughing? Yeah. 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 Even you now, anytime you want to be bored for 15 minutes out of 20. <laughs> right. <laughs> by seasons two through four. And then marvel at the genius of one sketch yeah. per episode. <laughs> Man, when that when that box set came out, I think I got one free in the, from uh, the Shout Factory that mm-hmm. made it, you know, uh, for being a member of the press. Mm-hmm. And uh, I watched about, I made it through about three regular episodes of Monty Python. I was like... Okay, I'm just going to stick with those movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, uh, the classic sketches are all in the first two episodes, too. They don't tell you. Then there's just all yeah. these other ones that have these long... unable to speak with rage right now. Oh, boy. <laughs> I will defend vocational mm. guidance counselor. And... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we we basically we, we ba- it's basically like we like we like she, if 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 she'd said like Jimmy Carter's a real asshole. Mm. Something like that. Like what could really strike at our hearts? Sure. Yeah. Uh Yeah, the Simpsons are shit as well. No, I can't, we I can't even adjust. Okay, that's it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. No. Marge versus the monorails. Oh, so oh boy. Oh boy. Here we go. <laughs> Oh, uh, man, I watched March versus the Monorail the other day. That shit's hilarious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Top five. Top five. Let's just remember that. Uh, wait, can I tell you something that's was funny? That's okay. Hold on. Let's do this. Okay, yeah. let's listen. 
I don't think we should hang out hang around here for too long. There are many Simpsons podcasts you people can listen to of people just remembering the Simpsons. Just... Let's all go. Hold on. Yeah. Let's all go around and say one thing from Marge versus the Monorail. This is from a different one, and I uh, well, forgot. Okay. What are we can doing? I'll, I'll have the cosmic ballet goes on. Okay, that's my favorite. I call the big one bitey. No. <laughs> oh, they got they got some, they got some dish soap in the mail that was called lemon time. And then Homer goes, "Gimme, gimme, gimme!" And he takes it and he sure. starts drinking it. And then Marge goes, "Marge goes, Homer, that's dish soap." And he says, "Yeah, yeah but what, what are you, you gonna, gonna do?" do? <laughs> he nearly harmonized. Man. That was that was gorgeous. That's what it sounds like when Doug's <laughs> Sure. <laughs> the one where they go into Shelbyville. And Millhouse meets the other kid named Millhouse. Behind the rock-shaped lemon. Yeah, sure. <laughs> other way around. We have fun. Uh, speaking of uh, camp yeah. in the yeah. era that we grew up in, yeah. uh, Sarah and I saw Elvira. In person? Uh, in yeah. person, oh, yeah. live in concert. Would you call that in concert? What was that? It was a it was a live theatrical show, right? Sure, it yeah, was a, yeah. Broadway, uh, not, <laughs> a not scary farm. Yeah. So that's what Elvira's up to. I mean, Elvira's oh, yeah. got to be getting up there. She's got to be sixty-five. Years old. Yeah. You wouldn't know it. Yeah. You wouldn't know it. Not, Looks great. Looks amazing, and not in a weird surgery way. Just in the kind of. Blood of Virgins, something kind of <laughs> sure. just astonishing. Elvira is one of those things that has no business being as famous as she is or as Her good day. as she is. Yeah. She is amazing at what she does, which is tit puns and horror puns. And oh, she's so it's good. It's like, at what it. if the Crypt Keeper also made tit jokes? Yeah. <laughs> If that's the one thing you're good at and you do it for like 25 years, it sounds like you get really good at it. Well, I mean, I think also there's just like this one – I mean, as you pointed out, mm-hmm. this generation of camp that came when we were children. Mm-hmm. There, it, I feel like uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse, Elvira, and the B-52s are all home runs. Sure. Mm-hmm. Totally. Just home runs. And it's hard to remember because when we were 13 – was when everything like that was on the downhill swing and lame things were campy like that. Sure. But, like, they they all had that shit on lock in 1985. Yeah. It is amazing how when we were kids, we were liking things that were making fun of shit from the 60s. <laughs> like, yes. in that we didn't really know, but we just, yeah, uh, so this was at... Even so. now, to be fair, we like Dana Gould. <laughs> he doesn't like Dana Gould. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk to the man who doesn't like Dana Gould. Yeah. Um, so this was – so every year Knott's Berry Farm becomes Knott's Scary Farm mm. and uh, and part of Knott's Scary Farm this year is an exclusive engagement from Elvira. Now so that's she, dope. Yeah. That shit's rad. Uh, so, so the Elvira show, it happens in a theater. I don't know what Knott's Berry Farm shows in this theater when Elvira is the not Charles there. It's called the Charles M. Schultz Theater. So that's the Peanuts guy, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so they obviously put on maybe more – wholesome things that I don't know I it's couldn't not, get a handle on what it actually was where yeah. I was what was going on yeah is Knott's Berry Farm Peanuts themed still they're yeah they're characters they're, they're like park characters are all peanuts not the whole Berry place Farm. is jam themed yeah, jams and jellies Knott's Berry Farm for folks who don't live in Southern California is a theme park that came along right around the same time mm-hmm. as Disneyland at mm-hmm. the dawn of theme parks and it's based on the jams and jellies, like yeah. the company that the famous the thing is jams and jellies, but they also licensed peanuts at some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 
So Elvira is in this show. I think it's called Elvira's Asylum. Yes, although she, because yeah, she's the the gist is that she's taken over a lunatic asylum. Right. Which, so they they the like the lunatics are represented by like Cirque du Soleil people who do body popping and stuff to EDM. I believe you call it. Here. Yeah, there's a which real doesn't make any fucking sense <laughs> whatsoever. There's a real so the show has two distinct parts. Right. Two distinct aspects to it. But she calls it a booby hatch. That's the main joke because it's a Linda design. She calls it the booby hatch yeah. because of her tits. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the Which had, have we mentioned my boy, have we mentioned that Elvira's got big tits? She's got, Does she? Yeah. She's got yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the main joke. I know, you know, I think a lot of people know Elvira primarily from 2D representations at the end of aisles in supermarkets. Yeah. Oh, and before the show, they did do a very nice job of showing a clip of, like, Elvira, like a clip package of Elvira's greatest hits. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of Coors Light commercials in there. Yeah. And they were all great. Yeah. Um, so, and they played Two Big Pumpkins, written by Fred Schneider from the Beef Twos. There you go. A terrible novelty Halloween song about pumpkins slash tits. Yeah. And there's some shit in that. Listen, is Two Big Pumpkins great? Yes. Here are some logic problems with Two Big Pumpkins. There's some lines there that you can't look at. So ideally, every line in the song would be applicable to both a pumpkin and a boob. Right. But there's some shit there that's just about boobs. Like, I think there's a lot. It's like, you got two big pumpkins, put them in your mouth. <laughs> Why would you put a – you can't put a whole pumpkin in your mouth. That's just about a boob. You can eat a pumpkin. But, yeah. No, maybe you're right. Oh, no. There's the line, something about her friends like to kiss them. Yeah. Is, yeah. Your friends that's, don't kiss okay. your pumpkins. Sure. Yeah. Well, well. kissed a few of Jordan's pumpkins. <laughs> sure. To be fair, they had the boo-boos. Year. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they had boo-boos that needed kissing. Uh it was great because I'm a big Elvira fan of, of uh, a long-standing, and it was weird. She came on and did very, very 2015 specific things, which was just unexpected and wonderful. Who do you think is on Elvira's writing staff? I Who's know, putting I this show together? So yeah, I just thought that was the funnest gig. Jombie, Jombie's on Elvira's <laughs> sure, writing yeah. staff. Mm-hmm. The Wolfman. <laughs> The crypt, the crypt yeah, the, the uh, guy who wrote Monster Mash. Uh-huh. People write jokes for lolly sticks in the UK. Yeah. <laughs> but um, they had they uh, okay. So there's two distinct parts of this show. The the uh, the inmates who do Cirque du Soleil type dances to mm-hmm. really really intense dubstep, like right. like choo 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 womp 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 womp, and they are you know erotically spinning, right. And then Elvira comes out and does like boob jokes. <laughs> boob, yeah, and like then, and then she did uh, a, a, a cover of "All About That Bass" by Megan Trainor, uh-huh. but the lyrics were changed. How did she change the lyrics? <laughs> it was all about tits, right? But it, but the, it was so, the it was something lyrically like it's not about my face, about my face, these big tits or something. It was yeah. like that. I wish like, we could, if, yeah. I, if, do you know what? I, I was going to go back and watch it on YouTube because there are lots of people filming it. And then I thought, actually, I like not remembering it properly. I like remembering it like a sort of weird cheese dream. Yeah. <laughs> like, a sort of weird horror pun cheese sure. dream. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I uh, – so the thing that – something that is really, really striking about it is how legitimately great it was. Yeah. Like Elvira was Awesome. Yeah. Like, not in a, like, ah, check out this fucking dumb shit from the 80s. Like, she was hilarious. Like, I legitimately laughed my butt off while we were watching. I imagine it being, like, I mean, maybe six months ago, Jordan, you and I went to see Dame Edna. Sure, I I did that definitely. And Dame Edna was a fucking home run. That was a blast. Yeah, yeah. That was delightful. 
Uh, yeah, this is very, very similar. Hasn't hasn't missed a beat. Did some oh, something weird, something weird that ha- I mean, a million weird things yeah. happened. But yeah. a weird thing that happened that I noticed was she had a she's got a joke in the show where she's talking about oh boy, she's like so some guys come to the show and just stare at my chest, and some guys come to the show and just want to talk about Lady Gaga's outfits. And as she finishes this joke, a Huge man in the audience just yells out, "Yas!" <laughs> like, and not in like a fun way, but like a like an angry rush into battle. And she fucking dealt with it. She handled it. She made fun of the guy. Everybody laughed. I don't know what he was trying to do. Well, he was presumably he was trying to yas queen her. Mm. Yeah, sure. There was a, there was a few guys there who clearly come every night and send presents backstage and were quiet, ha- harmless men who just clearly big fans. And there was a lovely bit. She does this kind of because it's a lunatic asylum. She does this Rorschach ink block test thing, and the joke is that all the things look like boobs. Right. Uh, so there's a, she goes, what's what's this a picture of? And it's a pair of milk jugs and everyone goes jugs you know it's hilarious uh and then it gets the the lot and it's the door knockers it's knockers and then it gets the last one and she's just done a selfie of her own chest (laughs) and uh guys what do you think this picture looks like and one of the very quiet men just went heaven (laughs) yeah Yeah. I don't think anyone else. Yeah. I love that. It was very. I want to make that guy my friend. Quiet. (laughs) It was, yeah, it was like he can't, he wasn't saying it to anyone. He would just, he couldn't control himself. He just slipped out. Yeah. Because it was what he was thinking. So so it was, it was like, it was like long standing Elvira fans. In my imagination, it is. a goth it's people it's 19 year old latino kids in um nightmare before christmas knee socks there was a lot of that yeah that yeah. was a, that was definitely a demo mm-hmm. so yeah what were the key demos yeah definitely those were uh, there 65 year old gay guys cuz that's the classic elvira audience yeah there, there there wasn't not that right but there were definitely a lot of like middle aged masturbators got it <laughs> like guys in slacks and cross trainers mm mm-hmm. mhm uh yeah, and then you know just people who were there because they bought a ticket to Halloween Horror Nights, and yeah, and then yeah, I think some, some, uh, over the hill gay guys too. This sounds like kind of a spooktacular. It was uh, a real spooktacular. Spooktacular. Yeah, I've been collecting spooktaculars around LA. I like being in a place where the Halloween is celebrated, and there's been lots of spooktacular signs everywhere. I'm enjoying it immensely. You don't even have Halloween where you We have from. shit Halloween. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we have the weather for it. We have... Hello, it's me. <laughs> ghost shit Halloween. Queen Elizabeth, <laughs> I declare October 31st to be shit Halloween. Uh, I think we're quite a gothic nation anyway, so we don't really... yeah, we're really sure. ba- And we don't like Seems... showing off. We don't like dressing up, so we're bad at yeah, that. Let us all celebrate (laughs) shittily. In a half-assed way, with a level of aggression that is unnecessary. Uh, 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 Old men to the left, spivs in the centre, flat feet (laughs) on the right. But it's been lovely being in a country where people actually believe in ghosts when Halloween is on. Oh yeah, that's true, a lot of ghost believers. Oh yeah, I've been in a lot of Ubers with the radio on, on the 
call in show where people f- f- phone in and say spooky shit that's happened to them. Oh, sure, oh, coast yeah. to coast to coast. Uh, yeah, is it ghost, ghost to ghost. <laughs> I, mean, I think it's called coast to coast, but in if they it's do like, not call it ghost to ghost, they call it that in October, like not scary. Oh, sure, yeah, exactly. Yeah, to get got to get yeah. it the. Uh, the and, seasonal uh, name. The Uber driver's just agreeing very, oh, mm. yeah, this thing mm-hmm. happened to me mm. in uh, cold mm. spots and whatnot. Oh, yeah, sure. Sounds, sounds great. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of, I mean, can you think of a, you say that in kind of a shitty way, but can you think of another explanation for a cold spot? <laughs> no, I certainly cool. can't. I, I had a. Why would it be cold in a spot? I, you're right. You're right. I had a sort of vaguely spooky thing happen to me uh, yesterday as well, which was fun. I'm staying in a. I thought I'd treat myself to stay in a, a, a posh hotel, and I stayed in the Landmark Hotel, which, which is where Janis Joplin died. And they oh. put me in the. Which I I'm sad and a goth, so I thought that's quite cool. And it's got a really nice pool as well. And uh, <laughs> I, I thought uh, I, they put me in the room next to the one she died in. Uh, there's oh, a little plaque nice. outside that just said Janice Joplin stayed here. Stayed. Died here. <laughs> died of she really died. stayed yeah. here. Uh, uh, and uh, I uh, about can you about, is it Janice Joplin stayed here for 72 hours until the stench <laughs> overwhelmed <laughs> right. someone in the hallway. Yeah. Can identified the body. Is it? Did you ask to stay in that room? No, okay. no, it was just it was pure coincidence. I, apparently, Jim Morrison stayed in the rooms I stayed in. I, that, yeah, it was it was just a coincidence. But it okay. was, the room was next to mine and. Uh, the people who were staying in there pulled the blinder at about six in the morning. They decided to they they'd clearly chosen the room on purpose mm. and they played summertime the Janice Joplin version mm. ear bleedingly loud at six o'clock in the morning. So I woke up just going, oh, What the fuck? I don't believe in ghosts. But like the two percent of me that suddenly did believe in ghosts went, I'm not gonna call reception just in case they go, No, there's no one staying there's in, no that one room. in that room. There's no one in that room. Also, there's no one at reception yeah. right now, so who are you talking this to? This hotel doesn't exist at all. <laughs> You're was, sleeping was... in a vacant lot. <laughs> the fr- on heroin. Yeah. You've just taken, You've just taken heroin. heroin. That's yeah. what's going on. It was very spooky. I just imagine the, fr- the, fr- the guy at the front desk picking up mm. the phone, pressing the button mm. that says Jim Morris and saying hello. <laughs> mm. And you give your complaint and he says, there's trouble again in the overrated wing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of someone else who was overrated from that uh from that era. Yeah. The, de- the dead at twenty seven wing. Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah. Uh those are the two though, huh? Janice yeah. Joplin's not a zero like Jim Morrison is. <laughs> that's that's absolutely true. Five out of ten. Yeah. yeah. She's okay. Mm-hmm. She's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the birds are overrated. Okay. They didn't die though. Sure, yeah. Can I say Grateful Dead? Is that allowed? Yeah, yeah sure. We'll Good. take it. Oh, yeah, be. why not? Yeah. I mean, I feel like at this point, the Grateful Dead are maybe even underrated by virtue of their overratedness for so long. Sure. It's a real roller coaster with those guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, not that I've ever heard anything by the Grateful Dead that I've enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do I do like the idea of, uh, I do like the idea of, uh, like, uh, guys with collections of dat tapes. Yeah, that is that is fun. I think that's fun. But it could be a collection of dat tapes of anything, and it would be fun. Yeah, I mean, like, if you're going to have a collection of dat tapes, there's no doubt that it should be Prince dat tapes, because Prince is good. <laughs> sure. Like, there's people who have collections of Prince dat tapes mm-hmm. that I'm all for. I'm mm-hmm. like, give me a copy of that dat tape. Uh, have you had a lot of nutty Uber driver experiences, or has no, it been all of them I, all? all? All the stand-up I've seen is uh, lied to me. Uh, the <laughs> ocean, or the... Uh, well, yeah, no, I've had, they've all been perfectly lovely, generally actresses mm-hmm. um, who would just seem very pleasant. Sorry, nothing. 
can I make something up? No. Uh, no, that's yeah. okay. Yeah. I think it's all time right. to, yeah. I, I know Anne did that, that inquiry. <laughs> they're they're all, always fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice and whatever. Yeah. I will say that I, I was really shocked because I went to Not Scary Farm as a kid. And I have not been back as an adult. Um, but it was a Halloween thing that we did for a while. And remember being terrified of it as a kid. How old are we talking about? Like eight or ten? Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. And really being blown away by the low budgetness of Not Scary Farm. <laughs> like uh, I do uh, – I do. Um, Universal Studios has a Halloween Horror Nights and they really go all out. And, uh, you know, they, they there's a level of professionalism there. There's a lot of, like, live-action zombies that will, uh, that will touch you, right? Yeah, exactly. And they look like they have been, you know, they're not exactly movie-ready, but pretty close. Right. And the... The the not scary farm employees are all just the guy who works the churro stand in a clown mask. <laughs> uh, they're good though. They do. They're, I mean, you know, I'm not from here. It was quite. I like. I like that they just come at you out of the fog and they're scary, not because they're a zombie, but because they are a dude in a mask who is an unknown quantity. Yeah, no, <laughs> coming I guess, at you quite fast. I guess if you don't, <laughs> yeah. you're not like here is an undead creature, yeah. but here is zombies. A... I'm fine with like an actual like yeah, a, yeah. a, a UCB guy who's. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a failure that yeah. lives in Ventura. I did find myself faking it at several points just to like get away from them. Like, ah, I'm well, so no. Fine. So you've done your job. I'll you can now, uh, you yeah. can now leave. Yeah. Shriek. Um, but yeah, all of the costumes did seem to be something you could get at Party City. Yeah, I was. I I don't know. I was. I went to a, the only time I've ever been to Knott's Berry Farm was for a wedding, mm-hmm. and the whole time I'm there, I was just thinking like, huh. Knott's Berry Farm, huh? Mm-hmm. Because it's not Disneyland. Like, if it was Disneyland, I'd think, certainly this isn't the choice that I would make. But you picked the top of the heap for that thing that, that sure. you have chosen. Knott's Berry Farm. I think what... Who likes Knott's Berry Farm so much that they're going to get <laughs> married there? It's a theme park... Based on peanuts and jam. <laughs> I think what Nuts Berry Farm has, and I think this is also what Six Flags has. We can broaden this out to include Six fried Flags. Fried chicken. They kept talking about how much they love the fried chicken at oh, Nuts yeah. Berry Farm. Oh, I remember getting that fried chicken as a kid. Yeah, I like that fried chicken. I ate the fried chicken. It was, I mean, it was like Popeye's. <laughs> sure. I mean, I like Popeye's okay, too, but... Um, I had spectacular. What is it again? Spectacular. That's the one. I had spectacular uh, chicken fries oh. for my lunch today. Oh. They came in a little box that had an undead Grim Reaper chicken on them oh. from oh. from Burger King. From Burger King. Yeah. And I was I don't, don't want to unpick that too much as to what yeah. <laughs> right. the chicken Grim Reaper gets up to. But I liked that they put the effort in. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I think when you are when you are an amusement park mm-hmm. that is in such close vicinity to Disneyland where right. you could choose to go to Disneyland or you could choose to go to Knott's or Six Flags. I think what they have is just really fucking scary roller coasters. Really? Like Knott's the, Berry Farm? Yeah, yeah. We went on one and it was pretty fucking scary. I would have assumed that Six Flags would be where you would go for the uh, roller coaster. Yeah, I think I think Knott's Berry Farm has some similar extreme thrill rides. But think about the most important day of your life. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm. Oh, this wedding was a mistake. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not defending the wedding. I was like imagining, like, if these people lived in in the Bay Area, would they get married at Marine World Africa USA? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's sure. not about a Marine World Africa USA is the worst. They got an orca there. Mm-hmm. I, I think. 
Did you did you ask about the symbolism? Was was their first date? Their first their first kiss? I feel like I didn't want to ask because it would have come out wrong. Did she get <laughs> finger like, banged on the log flume? Am I like you would try and say it? It's probably like, she got finger banged on the log flume. You would attempt to say it like uh, so. Is there something special to you about Knott's Berry Farm? Mm-hmm. And that's why you chose it. Like that's what you would choose, mm. try to sure. say. Mm. But then no matter how you put it in your head, it would come out like. You're getting married at Knott's Berry Farm. Mm-hmm. You why? know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, you would just the question why would just hang in the air. Yeah. Why? Why any of this? I think what you would have to do would be to 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 grab your forehead, uh-huh. place a palm on your forehead, and, uh-huh. and pull it up like you know when someone does a Jack Nicholson impression, uh-huh. and then say it like that so your brow doesn't deep da- dip down into the condescending zone. That, by the way, is like a stand-up boom, '80s stand-up boom, mm-hmm. uh, uh, like comedy bit. Sure, it's like, hey guys, what if Jack Nicholson <laughs> sure. asked his wife's friends from law school why they were getting married? <laughs> right. Yeah, I think it would sound a little bit like this. Yeah, yeah. Give it a grab. That was me slapping my forehead. Give it a tug. Give it a tug up. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Not Scary Farm. If I had any idea that Elvira was in Not Scary Farm, I'd be there with you. Oh, you should have come to it. It was fun. It's lovely. Elvira's cool as shit. Mm -hmm. I've never had Elvira. I I always want to have Elvira on uh, uh, Bullseye for a Halloween episode. Oh. It's been a long time since we've done a Halloween episode. Sure. I feel like Elvira's like the natural choice. Having heard her, you know, could have been, could have been, I mean, not to... Not to backseat quarterback, but it could have been tying into her not scary farm appearances. I know. I know. I fucked up. No, I mean, there's okay. no doubt that I fucked up. Yeah. It's always next year. On the plus side, I mean, I, I, I would... had my wedding at a church. <laughs> <laughs> so does Elvira appear out of character? Like, have you, as, I mean, Sarah, as the big Elvira fan, you would probably know. Does yeah. she do interviews talking she, about. Do you know what? She does a lot. And weirdly, you see her advertisers doing like Comic Con or those kind of things. Yeah. One day she'll be Cassandra Peterson and one day she'll be Elvira. Hmm. And the other interesting thing. The, the other interesting thing on top of that very interesting thing is that she uh, did porn as Cassandra Peterson. Oh, my. But wouldn't do it as Elvira. Hmm. <laughs> so you can see her nipples on the internet if you want to. I've never looked because I'm an Elvira fan. And I feel like mm. if she doesn't want the characters. That's exercising a lot of self-control. Yeah, when you say her, see her nipples, I mean, are you talking about she did uh, penthouse full or something? On, okay. So, yeah. So yeah, full on actual nudity, porn. but not. It's, I don't know because I'm not. When you say porn, I assume that you that she did like penetration. No, I, no, I think fo- uh, f- like a nude photo. Tasteful sure. nude, but seventies uh, pubic hair involved. Full bush, you know, full right. bush. I, mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. But I don't, as <laughs> a I say, mighty bush. I've never looked for it. But she wouldn't do that to Elvira the character. She said that she wouldn't do it as Elvira because she had so many kids as fans. Which, as I think, in the nineties, I was a kid as a fan. I probably would have appreciated. Yeah, that. You know, it's the same thing with uh, Dame Edna and Barry Humphreys. Barry yeah. Humphreys mm-hmm, did sure. it. Nah. Full they nude put, yeah, because he's got, got his cock out. And, yeah. yeah she, uh, but she, he would yeah. not do full nudity as Ooh. Dame Edna. Yeah, sure. I, yeah. The I elderly Australian housewife. Yeah. Superstar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, <laughs> we'll be back in just a second uh, with more Dame Edna talk. I'm Jordan Jessica. <laughs> la, la, la. 
Hey everyone, we're the Flophouse, one of the newest additions to the Maximum Fun Podcasting Network. I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. And I'm Elliot Kalin. What is the Flophouse, you may very well ask? We watch a bad movie and then we talk about it. A bad movie podcast? Isn't that like every fifth podcast on the internet? I'd answer that by saying, one, we've been doing this show for over seven years, long before the entire premise of our show was a cliche, and two, shut up. Sick burn. I'd say that our show is more of a comedy podcast. A podcast about words that sound like other words. A podcast about me singing long, irritating songs like this one. A podcast about pitches for a Ziggy comic book movie. Or discussions about sex tarps. Yeah, I mean, mostly it's a show about three friends just hanging out. And talking about ding-dongs. That's mostly used to. Wait, what? So if you like any of those things, subscribe in iTunes today or visit MaximumFun.org to follow the show. The Flophouse! It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse. What detective? Sarah Morgan, uh, Satchmo. Hey, we got something up on the Jumbotron this week, Jordan. It looks like it's postmodern book. I, by the way, I, I think Satchmo is someone else's nickname. I don't know. <laughs> no, hers is short for Satchel Mouth. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, it seems like it's most associated. Like, people are going to get confused. And they're going to wonder why her voice isn't raspier, mm. uh, why she's not inventing jazz or um, singing It's a Wonderful World. Right. I mean, that's my biggest concern mm-hmm. about the nickname Satchmo. Okay. Do I need to come up with an original one? I mean, I'm not going to say you have to, How about Sarah, just, just change it a little bit to Sasquatch? <laughs> sure. Just a little tweak. Sure. Um, postmodem, it's called. Postmodem, the interwebs explained on the Jumbotron this week. It's a satirical history of the internet which spins common misconceptions about the net as uh, truth through the lens of an overenthusiastic newbie with a perceived handle on all things internet. The book will be released on November 17th and features interviews with several internotables, including JJ's own Jordan Morris. That's you. Uh, that's me. <laughs> as well as a telegram-based appearance uh, from uh, Michelle's Dipson and Dobson. Oh, good. Oh. Anything Dipson, Dobson, I think, yeah. is something that our audience needs to support. So it seems like this is going to be chock full of... Uh, uh, inside jokes <laughs> to Jordan Jesse Go. Postmodembook.com is where you can go to reorder uh, to pre-order it. Postmodem book. If you want to get up on the jumbotron and share your message with Jordan Jesse Go's audience, it's maximumfun.org slash jumbotron. If you want to advertise on Jordan Jesse Go, send an email to Teresa at maximumfun.org. Hey Jordan, I am on tour right now. Let's hear it. Uh, or Let's I'm hear about, about it. Let's about hear about it. To be about to be on mm-hmm. tour. Let's see. This is my. I'm about to be on tour mm-hmm. uh, on November 13th. Mm-hmm. I'm in Los Angeles. Uh, we got uh, who do we got in Los Angeles? William H Macy. Hey, uh, I'm doing Bullseye by the way. That's my a get. NPR show. We got the great Bill Macy. We got uh, Chicano Batman, rock and roll band Chicano oh, Batman. Oh, awesome! Great, uh, great band. Uh, we got Baron Vaughn, hilarious stand-up comedian, mm-hmm. and more. Hmm. Dot, dot, dot. More, you say. <laughs> and more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're headed to the East Coast. Boston, uh, 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 Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., Brooklyn, New York City. Uh, and I'm doing a Make Your Thing in Manhattan with uh, Judge John Hodgman hey. of MaximumFun.org. Guests include, over there on the East Coast, uh, Barney Frank, mm-hmm. funny congressman, mm-hmm. Barney Frank, 
who else have we got over there? We got uh, the head of the Mutter Museum, Museum of Medical Oddities, mm-hmm. going to throw some medical oddities at me and watch me get grossed out. Uh, we got Ray Suarez, one of my broadcasting heroes from mm-hmm. Al Jazeera America, formerly of the News Hour and Talk of the Nation. Uh, we got uh, Tavi Gevinson, uh, founder of Rookie Magazine and all around super cool lady. Uh, we got, oh boy, I hope this is confirmed in time for this to come out. Uh, David Cross. Hey. Uh, in New York. Uh, we got all kinds of amazing people. Dan Deacon in DC, just recently on Jordan Jesse Go. Um, every show, comedy, music, um, interviews. It is all super cool. BullseyeTour.com is where you can buy your tickets. And please do buy your tickets. Like uh, people are like, hey, can you come to Chicago? I'm like, yeah, let's sell some tickets for New York City. Like New York City, let's make it happen. Washington, D.C., let's make it happen. Above all, Los Angeles. Let's get this going, Los Angeles. Bill Macy. Bill Macy. He's, mm-hmm. Who knows? Felicity Huffman might be backstage. Sure. Yeah. Seems likely that Felicity Seems Huffman like you'll have more backstage. fun in the audience knowing that Felicity Huffman's backstage. Come on. How could you not have fun if, mm. you think, if you're thinking about Felicity Huffman backstage? Mm. S- elegant, funny. Sure. Gifted actress. Mm-hmm. Dramatic and comic. Does it all. Yeah. Okay. BullseyeTour.com. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the Mango Man. Jordan Morse, Boy Detective. Sarah Morgan, uh, Sasquatch, apparently. Hey, listen, when something <laughs> momentous happens to you, like you finally get with the program and get your own goddamn nickname, <laughs> not just steal it. My nickname, by the way, is uh, the Iron Horse. So <laughs> a nickname for Lou Gehrig or uh, also trains. Yeah. Just the train. What they would call a train in the old West days. Yeah, yeah. sure. Don't steal from trains. Right. I don't know. I mean, what has trains got to lose anymore? You know what I mean? Sure. I'm probably helping trains. Now you're getting the word out about trains. Yeah, a lot of people think that trains don't exist anymore, but they're still around. It's true. Moving freight, mostly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And they can, say that if you stay the night in Janis Joplin's hotel room, <laughs> you can still hear a lonely train. A ghost train. Chug, chugging along. <laughs> yeah. Plus you got the Pacific Starliner. <laughs> all those. All those trains. Yeah. Um, when something momentous happens to you, we ask you to call us at 206-984-4FUN. That's 206-984-4FUN to share it with us for momentous occasions. Let's hear our first momentous occasion this week. Brian Fernandez, producer and married man. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. This is Caleb calling from Seattle. Uh, I'm a professional window washer, and this morning I was doing the inside windows of this uh, really sweet, cute, old, gray-haired lesbian couple. Um, Really nice house. One of them, while I was washing the living room windows, uh, one of them had to leave, go to work or whatever. And after I hear the door shut, the lady who was still home came and asked me if I would mind if she put on some music. And I said, no, of course not. She leaves the room. And a minute later, I hear just blasting from the other room, I want to sex you up by Color Me Back, (laughs) followed by nonstop 80s and 90s pop music played at probably dangerous noise Mm. levels. So, yeah, a little unexpected, a little awesome. And very momentous. Love the show. Bye. Wow. Is this just a mix that she had? <laughs> how many 
how many women's rights meetings, women sure. with a Y, mm-hmm. have been called to order by Black Street's No Diggity. Oh, I love that. That's the forbidden music. Yeah. Oh. Can only only at home. My wife closed closed doors. Yeah. My wife. My wife can't stand New Jack Swing, but I just live for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. When she's you know when they're having book club or something like yeah. that, it has to be all you know Tuvan throat singing right. and yeah. bird song. Yeah. Right. But. When the cat's away, <laughs> the the other cat, shall <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the other cat puts on Montel Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> she just goes to town with the thong song while a window cleaner watches. It was really penthouse forum. I loved it. Yeah, I mean, I, maybe maybe that was a, was a secret invitation. Awesome. Yeah, I I guess. I guess it makes sense that there's a – I guess I was surprised that there's a cleaner who just does home windows. When yeah. I hear professional window cleaner, I think of like the you know guy on the side of a, a building. Yeah, but I think he's – because he specifically mentioned the inside windows. So mm-hmm. I think he must do both sides. Oh, sure. He I must... wasn't saying it's weird that what part of the glass he – I'm saying it's <laughs> strange way, that this is a home, a residential home that he's cleaning the windows for. It's possible that this Another Bad Creation woman also does both sides, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> sure, sure, <laughs> ideally. Okay, let's see our next call. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and our guest. Uh, I just witnessed a momentous occasion out here in Michigan. Uh, I was at a uh, Wendy's drive through and uh, a very inebriated woman was trying to place an order at Wendy's, taking god-awful amounts of times, as you might uh, do, if inebriated. And uh, while in the middle of a sentence, all you hear out of the uh, drive-thru speaker is, Oh my God, lady, shut up! <laughs> the lady promptly replied, You dick! To which the manager, who happened to be listening to the speaker, promptly replied, Oh my God, is my microphone on? <laughs> So I uh, thought that was pretty great. Uh, you guys have a good one out there. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> hey, you know. Hey. That's a classic. I'm sorry. <laughs> you wanted a Frosty, but the one with mix-ins, and you were just having a hard time. I just wanted a place I could pour my Malibu. That's all. I just to a big cup so I wouldn't get hassled on the street. You can't yeah. even drink on the street Listen, here. Charge me for the charge me for a soda. Yeah. Just give me the empty cup. Yeah. They don't get that at Wendy's. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a I I'm maybe maybe just my internet fake radar is going off a little <laughs> bit. How does how does this guy hear all this? I'm thinking about the proximity of a drive-through. Have you ever tried to go through a, a drive-through on a bicycle? I know, I never have. I did once and they <laughs> they would not serve me. Mm, sorry to hear that. They refused to serve me. Hmm. They said there's something about pressure pads. Oh. And I was like, just give me a fucking, I just can't leave my bike outside because I don't have my lock with me. Hmm. You know, just give me a burger. I was probably, you know what it probably was? Italian chicken sandwich from Burger King. Might have been an Italian chicken favorite. sandwich. I mean, it is just that, like, if, if one teen does it, the other teens are going to see. And yeah. the next thing you know, you got scooters, you got rollerblades mm-hmm. oh, coming wow, through the yeah. drive-thru. I mean, I guess it's just a, you know, it's a slippery slope argument. You got I think. those things that Chris Brown likes to ride through airports? Yeah, uh, sure. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Is that a roto twat? The thing you stand on? Yeah, a roto twat. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, one of He's those deals. Platform doohickeys, yeah. I think it's just, yeah, I mean, it's just this thing where, you know, you, you serve one teen right. on a non car 
piece of transportation. You got to serve them all. Also, it becomes aspirational for tweens. I think that's another problem. Sure, yeah. I mean, they look up to teens. Yeah. What does a tween want to be more than a teen? Yeah. That's why tweens watch shows about teens. Mm hmm. Sure. Aspirational. Mm hmm. That's why, why babies watch shows about tweens. <laughs> Why sperm watch it? No, <laughs> watch shows about babies. Yeah, I mean, this is a, this is very all very logical, guys. This glint, this glint in my eye is loving the sperm show. <laughs> Weirdly, my grandma loves the glint in your eye. It's a circle. Oh, yeah. so old. The old <laughs> that's why old people just like to look at sperm. <laughs> I actually read an interview with Elton John. He said that's what the song "The Circle of Life" is actually Next. about. Oh, an old person looking at grandmas sperm. and yeah. sperm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weird that they bought it for the Lion King, but uh, yeah. you know, paycheck to paycheck. The, they changed the lyrics a little bit around. You know. Sure. Yeah. What, Mr. Rice got in there. What's that guy called? Tim, Tim Rice. Tim Rice. Yeah, yeah Tim yeah. Rice got mm-hmm. in there. He's like Mr. Rice. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like Elton. I'm just going I think he's pretty much a sir. Yeah. He's like Elton. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna change a couple things yeah. here. Just mainly for just you know dot dot the t's cross the i's. Gonna add a few commas and Cro- take out all the references to jizzing on an old woman. <laughs> Crosses out sperm. He writes in Simba from the Lion King. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. That's what Akuna Matata means. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. The glint of yeah. sperm in an old lady's eye. Coming grandma's eye. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Is it grandma's in general or your grandma specifically? Oh, no, it's just my grandma. <laughs> okay, got she it. Just, she likes – yeah, she's she's just completing the circle. Right. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, it's the same thing with my grandma, only my grandma's dead. Uh, oh. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Next call. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesse, Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. I am just calling in with a momentous occasion. I made a trade with a stranger online. Can you pause this, Brian? Can you pause this show, please? Can you pause this? I love this. I want to hear more about (laughs) online trading. (laughs) (laughs) This is just an FYI. Anybody out there who's done some online trading. Yeah. And I don't want to hear about purchases or auctions or anything like that. I'm talking about swaps. Sure. I meet you at a place. I bring a thing. You bring a thing. We give them to each other. Don't you ever – do you ever – have you ever bought something on Craigslist and it says like $500 or dot, 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 question mark? Sure. I always want – like what do they want? Like a Camaro? I did – I did a – I've done this once. It was in college. Uh Uh-huh. I traded a walk for tickets to Six Flags Great America. (laughs) And it was great. That's not true, did you? Yeah, totally. I drove out to this woman's house. I gave her my walk. She gave me two tickets to Six Flags Great America. What did the ad say? Two tickets to Great America for dot, 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 question mark? I think I put up the the walk with with dot, dot, dot. I was hoping I would get some 420 out of the deal. Right. (laughs) Right. Was it a dope dope walk? I don't remember too much about the walk. How did it come into your possession? Uh, I think this – how did I get this walk? Because I – I certainly don't do a lot of traditional Chinese cooking at my house. You're like, hmm, now that I think about it, I was down on Pacific Avenue and I sucked this guy off. <laughs> yeah, so he gave me the walk. Yeah. Yeah. It all started with a blowjob. Uh, and I one red paperclip. <laughs> yeah, I think this was just a situation of <laughs> exactly, yeah, the viral sensation. Um, I think this was just a situation where you go home from college and your mom gives you some stuff. Right. I got you some stuff. My grandma used to give me, uh, uh, speaking of my grandma, uh, so many uh, hotel soaps. Oh, yeah, sure. 
She was part of the generation that hoarded hotel soaps. Yeah. And then wasn't sure what to give their chi- well, their grandchildren. Be dry soap, yeah. Uh, soap. You know what's nice in a wok? Not mm. just not just Chinese cooking. Uh, kale. Kale. Mm. Kale. Flash kale. Liam Perrins was shit sauce. I meant to bring you a bottle and I forgot and I'm very sorry, but I'll post you a bottle. We have Liam you, Perrins Worcestershire you have, sauce. We have Worcestershire sauce here? Yeah. But you can't even say it properly in this country. <laughs> Worcestershire? <laughs> Worcester. Yeah, exactly. It's a great way to add umami Worcester, yeah. to almost it's, any dish. It's fucking everything. Because it's fermented. But particularly with kale. Delicious. It's in a walk. It's mm. nice on kale. Mm, gorgeous with Put kale. anything else in there? You put some malt vinegar? I would maybe put on some uh, garlic granules. Mm. 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 Granulated. Yeah, granulated. Not fresh garlic. No, no, because it's dry and then it gets a little bit smoky when you're in the fat. Delicious. Uh, This all sounds really good. I feel like Mm. I want my fucking walk back now. (laughs) Do you think I could call this woman? (laughs) Give us a phone. Ten years later, hi. You got two tickets to a wedding at Marine World Africa. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. That'd be... ah. What if... What would... Oh, we haven't even heard this call yet. Yeah. You know who She's gets done a trade on the internet. But hold on, you know who gets married at Marine World Africa USA? Two penguins. <laughs> that would be cute. They made for life. It's really so cute. it's a it's a meaningful commitment to them. Yeah. Not to other animals who just fuck whatever, but yeah. to a penguin that means something. Yeah. yeah. And they have little tuxedos already. Or to dolphins who are serial rapists. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. That's my understanding about dolphins. I don't yeah. think that's I think, correct. Yeah, it's probably true. They grab things with their dongs? Is that? I think that's something. <laughs> I think you're the, the prehensile penis monkey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go ahead, Brian. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. I am just calling in with a momentous occasion. I made a trade with a stranger online that where I agreed to go to his backyard when he was not there and leave him a bottle of rum in his barbecue in exchange for a raccoon skull. <laughs> So yesterday, I went to his backyard, his gate was indeed open, and found said barbecue, but there was no raccoon skull in there. There was only his stash of weed. I hope you're having a good day, and thank you very much. 420 friendly. (laughs) Yeah, this is like, I don't know what state this was in, but this could be like the economy report in Florida. And now financial minute <laughs> for, for the entire Tampa area. Public radio in Jacksonville. Yeah. It's just this woman 50%. having some confusion about a raccoon skull. Raccoon is it, skulls. Is, did this guy think the woman was trying to buy weed and like raccoon skull is code? Is that a strain of weed? Yeah. I I, funny names here. Is, yeah. is yeah. it possible that raccoon skull is cockney rhyming slang? Yeah. Mm. Raccoon skull. Hull, bull, null, adult. Raccoon, four twenty friendly. Raccoon skull, pack a bull. Yeah, four twenty. Four twenty friendly. friendly. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, that's new album by Adele. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's called Hello. It's no. called Hello. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, boy. This, God, why the fuck are you doing this, lady? <laughs> yeah. Why? I'd understand wanting weed more than a skull, but I want to know. Yeah, I want in... to know more about the skull. That's not that cool of a skull. Like, yeah. Let's be clear. If you're getting skulls, like, sure. I wouldn't trade <laughs> gather, antelope. Like, I think you gather skulls. Yeah. <laughs> you must gather skulls. Right. Like, you skull. take your little basket. You take your little wicker basket and you go out into the skull fields. All you got to do is g- g- 
go to a garbage can at night with a baseball bat if you want a raccoon skull. Sure. Well, I mean, but I mean, I guess you got to take off the skin. You got to, you know, soak it in lye or something like that. What? You don't have a like one of those one of those maggot pits in your backyard? <laughs> I, I, I don't. I'm sorry for, for cleaning. Bones? Yeah, Jesse, I have an apartment. You're a homeowner. Got it. You have space for maggot things pits. like maggot pits and above ground pools and barbecues. I have a I have a I have a space issue. Weed barbecues. Yeah. Do you think he was you think it's possible he was smoking his weed? Not smoking his weed, but like, you know, low and slow. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you got to right. Uh, yeah. Um, so he was at a, a, a concert and then just pulled out a raccoon skull and lit the end. Whoa. Oh, fuck. I switched them, dude. I, what I, here's what I think happened. I think a man who Jordan, trades. Why don't you still go out on auditions for stoner number one? You just hit a home run there. Yeah, no, I know. Okay, well, if anybody needs a stoner who doesn't have a name yeah. but is in a group of other stoners, right. give me a call. Yeah, Give me a call. Give me my managers a call. Yeah, doesn't have to be Sandra Bullock calling, but it helps. Yeah, that would be that would be nice. Um, I think this guy mm-hmm. is a one of these types of men who does a lot of non traditional business deals uh-huh. online. <laughs> yeah, he's a man. He's probably got his hand and his finger in a lot of pies. Sure, he does a little. He sells some skulls. Yeah. Deals a little weed. Yeah. Get down some... tonight. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sell a little skull. <laughs> Smoke a little weed. Get down tonight. <laughs> and I think that he probably just got his transactions mixed up. Uh-huh. I bet the barbecue is his place where he leaves shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's his go-to with whatever it is, whether it's... A good, it's... it's a good uh, non-traditional hiding place. Yeah. Like, under a plastic rock or whatever, yeah. So, yeah, I bet what happened was that he was selling someone else weed. He just had mixed up the yeah. days. And instead of putting the raccoon skull there, he put the weed. I was at the uh, Long Beach Flea Market a couple mm-hmm. months ago buying records from a record dealer. Mm-hmm. Great record dealer. It was a $3 record dealer. And I had just had a pile of, like, uh, Rick James albums mm-hmm. that I didn't have. It's a great record to buy for $3, Rick James album. Gap Band, another good $3 record. And... Uh, I said to the guy, oh, you know, you know, I was talking to him about, you know, where he sells and stuff like that. And I'm like, so I, and I ended up talking to him about how he got into the business. And um, he goes, yeah, you know, I used to sell rocks. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, really? <laughs> you know, he said, I used to be a rock man. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I used to be a rock man. And I said, how'd you get into that? And he said, oh, you know, a friend of mine had this rock store and. She died, so you know how it is. Yeah, you take yeah. up the mantle. Yeah, you got you know somebody somebody drops the baton. You got to pick it up. I'm sure, it's like when a robin dies. <laughs> gotta <laughs> gotta get a new one. It's like baby boom, but with rocks instead mm. of a baby. Yeah, <laughs> not- I think have- this is the sort of man. This is a sort of man who we just he does what he needs to do to survive. Yeah, yeah, I think that's an admirable man. Mm-hmm. Sure. I like a resourceful person. Mm-hmm. This is basically how my mom operates, by the way. Mm-hmm. If you're wondering, like, what's my mom up to right now? Buying something weird and selling it for more than she bought it for. Hmm. My mom was a college professor. <laughs> yeah. Now she's basically a junk man. <laughs> she's good at it, though. Would you know where to get a raccoon skull? Oh, my mom's got raccoon skull. Oh, wow. Well, okay. Already <laughs> on hand. My mom doesn't have a raccoon skull. My mom's got a raccoon Fair skull. Fair enough. Know that, Jordan. Mm. Like, does she have a few, like, pre-Columbian Mayan artifacts? Yeah, sure. That, too. Mm-hmm. But. Raccoon skulls. Yeah. Yeah, well, my mom's got some uh, foxtails. Mm-hmm. 
big. My mom just sent me a fox the other day. Oh, nice! Like but, a stuffed one. Uh, it was um, it, no, it was a uh, it was the it was the hide, uh, but mounted with the head. Mm. So it was like if you imagine a polar bear rug. Oh, lovely! Mm. But uh, it was a little fox. Like you wear as a. As a shawl, a I shawl. wouldn't. But I mean, stole. you could. I you could. could wear it as I a could stole. Put it off. Yeah. I mean, it would be more of a cape. Because <laughs> uh, I don't think it would. <laughs> a really weird superhero. Yeah, I mean, it was. Not... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dead fox man. <laughs> dead fox woman. Dead, dead fox yeah. woman. Yeah. yeah, thanks. Although you know, gender is a spectrum. Or just yeah. the dead fox. Yeah, yeah. the dead. Yeah, you don't exactly. need to. No need to gender it. Mm. And you know what I say. If a black if a black woman plays it in the movie, that's better. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, if Paul Feig, savior of all women, yeah, uh, decides to reboot, <laughs> he says it's free to be funny. Thank mm-hmm. you, Paul Feig. Yeah, uh, he's great. I fucking love Paul Feig. Paul I also Feig love that he set women free to be funny. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. He's a wonderful human being. But I yeah. was watching and enjoying Spy at the gym mm-hmm. this morning. So there you uh, go. Okay. I watched that on the plane on the way over, but I fell asleep. I Fun send, story. Uh, I, I send uh, eBay auctions for cool canes to Paul Feig sometimes because <laughs> he collects canes. <laughs> anyway, if he reboots the Dead Fox Sure, yeah. I mean, I think with yeah. some women, that's all for the good. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Sarah Morgan, uh, Sas- Sasquatch? Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Y- did you know that I, you remember Christian, guest on this program? Sure. Uh, his grandfather's favorite genre of movies, <laughs> talking dog movies? Yeah. I hired him yesterday. Hey, that's crazy. Hey. Coming, coming to, coming to, what, what's, what's he going to be doing? Just, uh, you know, just miscellaneous shit. Sure. You know, nice. he goes to college right now, but I hired mm-hmm. him, I hired him, you know, part-time. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, we needed a part-time person to help out with stuff. Sure. And I was like, I wonder if that Christian from the Talking Dog movies would do it. <laughs> I sent him an email. He's like, yeah, that sounds great. There you go. He's a talented artist. You should have him draw some little cartoons or something. I know. He's a very talented guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going to nursing school. Oh, great. Yeah, I'm going to learn to be a nurse. Help people. Sure. Well, you can. Uh, it'll help if someone has a uh, negative reaction to a bee sting. That, by the, the way, if you're wondering what is the job, what is the way to get a job at Maximum Fun headquarters, <laughs> you really got to bring it yeah. in a momentous occasion call specifically. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. You don't have to have a resume. You don't have to have applied <laughs> sure. for the job. Just You just have to have the greatest momentous occasion ever yeah. and then come in and seem really nice. <laughs> and is the job title just office enthusiast? Yeah, just exactly. <laughs> nice, nice fella. Yeah. yeah. Nice guy. <laughs> Love it. Um, Sarah Morgan. Hello. Head writer of International Waters. It's been... Co-writer. Co-head writer with the great Asterios Kokonos. wonderful Asterios Kokonos. I thought you were head writer and Asterios was your We take it in turns. It's a a democracy. Uh, Asterios is fun too, huh? He's... Oh, it's a fucking nightmare of a man. No, he's wonderful. (laughs) Wonderful human being. And yeah. uh, Yeah. But but I do for slight competition with him whenever we're on this show. One of us is on this show. Which one of us will be most beloved? He will. He will be most beloved. Well, it's because he's so active on the Reddit. Sure. Yes. Got to get more active on Reddit if you want. If you were active on the Reddit, seriously, Lawthreeper could basically write, right now there's probably a post on Reddit that's full sonnet form. You know, the right number of syllables and everything that's just about how much Lawthreeper loves Asterios. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, he, he is very lovable. And then Rich Tackler was like, want to have an Asterio sonnet off? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That's what's going on on the Max yeah. Fun Reddit right yeah. now. Got intense. Asterios love fest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's great. He's great. What's what's going on on what's going on on international waters these days? What's the uh, what's the big news? Oh gosh, I'm trying to think. Oh, the most uh, most recent episode I was on. So oh, apologies for that. Sure. Oh. Uh, yeah, uh, with the lovely James Buckman from Transformers. Oh, uh, that was good. Yeah, we're just we're just really enjoying. It's an unbelie- It's a really fun show to write, and Dave Holmes is just wonderful. And I'm so glad we got rid of the last host and the other last writer we had on the oh, show. Cause boy, those guys oh boy, oh boy, Dragging it down, oh, yeah. dragging it. Yeah. Now uh, it's free to spread its wings. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just it's a fucking lovely show, right? And thank you for everyone who donates towards uh, yeah. Max Fun. Oh, so we're not meant to thank people now, are we? But yes, I'll th- thank anyone who's donated to Max Fun and said they like international waters because it's uh, yeah keeps the lights on. We love it. Thank it's you. a delightful program, mm-hmm. international uh, uh, pop culture quiz show mm-hmm. that is actually more of a pop culture joke show. Yeah, I mean, there's a quiz there. Yeah, it's 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 based very much on the British uh, panel show uh, format, which is not something that's come over here very much. You have a kind of similar version with At Midnight, which I think is a little bit more structured than the way we do panel shows back home, but the, probably the closest thing in, in tone. But, uh, yeah, and we, Hollywood Squares. Hollywood yeah, Squares, yeah. Sure, yeah. Joke answers come first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hollywood Squares is what we tell the guests as a kind of reference point. So, because yeah. we know Americans get very competitive, they like to jump in with the right sure. answer, and we like to, you know, just just take, you know, go around the houses, show your workings. We, yeah. we also have Charo on a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So those are the two similarities yeah. between mm-hmm. our show and yeah. Hollywood Squares. Charo's on a lot, and but if you like uh, QI and Have I Got News for You and Would I Lie to You and a lot of those panel shows that I think BBC America shows, uh, then you will very much enjoy International Waters. I think. And if you don't know what those are you will still enjoy yeah. yes. international yes. waters. Um, hey, how about this? Yeah. I, I know I've alluded to it already mm-hmm. on the show, but this is the first time Brian's been sitting on the other side of the glass, our producer, Brian Sonny D. Fernandez, uh, since his wedding. Yeah. He's, now, he's now Mrs. Fernandez. Congratulations, Brian. Congratulations to Brian and his uh, beautiful wife, Lauren, uh, married. I'm not trying to brag, but sure. I got him some bowls. Yeah, you know, I think they, I think they deserve it. Sure, nice bowls too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? These guys did not. These guys did not register at IKEA. Okay, mm-hmm. these guys said what we need is some nice bowls. You know, we're both successful professionals, but that doesn't mean we can run out and buy a whole shitload no. of bowls. You know, we need a we need a big money benefactor. Mm-hmm. You know, we need a billionaire to run our super PAC. You know, and that's me. Mm-hmm. I'm a billionaire. I got them two. I got them twelve. I got a, a full, all the bulls they all the bulls they wanted. Nice. I said I could get them half guy. the bulls they wanted. I said no, sir. <laughs> no, sir. I'm going all the way, and and I'll get them a silicon trivet. Nice. Check it out. You know, I said, what a what a what a wonderful way to start married life. Yeah. I just said let's throw in that trivet. Hmm. You know what I mean? Nobody hmm. else is going to buy that trivet. Granted, did I wait to buy anything for them until literally the day of their wedding? Yes. But you know that's how that's how I know what what holes needed filling. They had a bowl <laughs> hole. Sure, I packed that. Stick bowl. it in. <laughs> they said. Yeah. Stick it in the bowl hole. Anyway, congratulations yeah. to Brian and Lauren. May they have many years of happiness together. Oh, hey, I have a uh, I have a plug as well with oh, a, uh, that maybe is missing a key piece of information that I don't have. Sure. <laughs> uh, if anybody out there is familiar with the website Rooster Teeth, yeah, uh, our uh, our buddy Colton Dunn has a new streaming talk show on that thing. I've done a little bit of writing for it. I'm going to be on it from time to time. It's called the Rooster Teeth Entertainment Center. Uh, Colton's basically the funniest dude 
around. Real funny. And, uh, yeah, knows a ton about video games, so he's a great guy for this. Uh, I don't really know how to watch it. I think you have to be a subscriber to their premium what have you. But uh, definitely if you if you are already a fan of uh, the Rooster Teeth, Teeth stuff, uh, you can watch Colton's show, and I'll be on it too. So well, I know there's give already, it a watch. I know that in, Jordan, in the Jordan Jesse Go audience, there's already a, there was already a lot of fans of the video game show that the two of you worked on together, Game Shop. Oh, sure. And I'm sure there's a lot of Colton Dunn fans in general because he's one of the funniest dudes. Yeah. That sounds like a great time to me. It's a blast. It's a it's a totally a fun show. Uh, he's great. So, uh, yeah, go over uh, to that roosterteeth.com and figure out how to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> figure it out. Yeah. You're enterprising. You know what? You're probably internet savvy, too. Sure. <laughs> Honestly, we're not tech savvy. No. That's we, the honest truth is we are not tech savvy I couldn't listen to this podcast if I wanted to. <laughs> I had to call my grandson to ask him how to uh, surf the internet yesterday. Sure. <laughs> you know, that's how it is. That's how it is in our family. Mm-hmm. That's what Brian's job is. Brian's a tech-savvy millennial. Hmm. I'm a boomer. <laughs> That's cool. You can get a free 30-day Apparently, you can get you can get a free 30-day trial if you if you go there. Boom, go there. That's what Brian. Watch the show. Us. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. That's it. Roosterteeth.com. And if you're in Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Boston, Washington DC, bullseyetour.com, it is going to be a fucking blast and a half. This is the first time we've ever done a big tour like this. And uh, I am super proud of the shit that we have put together, not least of which is that video that we talked about years ago where uh, uh, someone put on my pants and uh, green screened themselves upside down (laughs) to watch me running around. There was a lot of demand to see it. I said, you're going to have to go to the live shows. These are the live shows I was talking about. Boom. Go see them. Bullseyetour.com. Brian Fernandez on the boards. Hashtag at JJGo on Twitter. A lot of fun. Hashtag JJ goes. A lot of Veruca Salt <laughs> corrections headed towards Ted Cruz last week mm. on the show, Jordan. A lot of Veruca well, it's Salt. Good that they're going to Ted Cruz, yeah, and not to you. You know what? I also got a nice. I got a nice tweet from somebody uh, who told me that uh, he went and checked out Dan Deacon, and mm-hmm. he felt like it was life changingly. Oh good. yeah, Dan the Deacon's the best. The brilliant music of Dan Deacon. Um, and uh, go to the Reddit, MaximumFun.Reddit.com, the world's friendliest Reddit. Mm-hmm. Um, literally so friendly. This week there was a civil discussion of race. <laughs> <laughs> a civil discussion of race in America where people listen to each other. It was truly spectacular. MaximumFun.Reddit.com. And, of course, on Facebook, I'm at Jesse Thorne on Twitter. Jordan is at Jordan underscore Morris. Are you on Twitter, Sarah? I am. Uh, at Sarah L. Morgan. At Sarah L. Morgan. With Halloween name, obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so check that out, and we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jessica. Bye. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.